Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Tio. Hi, my name is Tio, and we have been doing this podcast for many years, and every time I go first, I still do it wrong, <laughs> and I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel. Nailed it. A, it. Stuck the landing. Good stalling. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. One Excellent take. stall. <laughs> One take. Kyle. Uh, hi, I'm Kyle. I play Duncan Oliver the Vox. And Hannah. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Hannah, and I play Max the Paradox. And I opened my PDF sheets before we started recording. Happy graduation, Woo! everybody. <laughs> Happy graduation. Yeah. After four years, we've learned the basics of podcasting and actual uh-huh. play. <laughs> no promises for next week. Listeners, please clap. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> We're going to pick up with Claire. Claire, you come to amidst the smoldering wreckage of a producer drone, your senses filled with smoke and mechanical bleeding. As you emerge, you can see there is no sign of the other drone that you hijacked after your... I won't say ill-fated, maybe it was ill-fated, after your attempt to hijack the drones and the audience to reach the council dais and complete the challenge. Much to Savannah's mm, distaste, that drone is nowhere to be found. Either it crashed somewhere else or it was in good enough shape to fly away. You do, however, see the municipal landscape unfolding before you. All around you are towering stacks of paperwork, jutting up like cairns or karsts from the beige and taupe-patterned carpet. Amidst and around them are fields of red tape ribbons held aloft by an unseen force and swaying back and forth. You are unclear what current is moving them, though, as the air in here is inhospitably stale and stagnant, like it's been circulating in this room since City Hall was built. Before we get to my favorite question, what do you do? (laughs) As part of your winding up here, you fractured at the end of our last episode. So what is your fracture going to be and what move are you assigning it to? Uh, Quinn, you expect me to know things about my character development and it's like... I put this in the chat before. I was going to say, I think we put this (laughs) in the chat. (laughs) Quinn also, that's a really high bar for us to meet. Um, (laughs) nice that you want us to meet or exceed your expectations but lower them fair after four years as your professor i should have known better can we go back to clowning about trees please (laughs) (laughs) professor Uh, professor certainly this test is unfair i can't can't fracture a fracture right like i can't choose face fear which already has fracture no no you okay. have to pick another move i think even with forgotten vessel can't fracture enough to pick all the moves correct i'm going to go with oh i'm going to regret this assess reality i have such low wits okay. i might as well just fracture the thing i'm not That's good, good I, at it it makes sense okay so you're going with assess reality what is your fracture your two current ones are rudy fomo and yes. vertigo Let's go ahead and take cynical as a... I was zeroed in on cynical or possibly vengeful. (laughs) Yeah, those were my two as well. Although I feel like Claire is just like baseline vengeful. I do feel like vengeful is a state of mind for Claire. Uh I just, I feel like it would be, yeah. No, I think cynical is really good. And I can totally see that like affecting how you perceive reality. Mm-hmm. you know or assess reality so oh, yeah. you have your third fracture which is bad but for the forgotten vessel also at least good because you have another essence box yeah i use the swimming in it often yes you do <laughs> okay so with that resolved claire you find yourself somewhere in city hall the wreckage of one of the producer drones around you and a forest of towering stacks of paperwork what do you do Mm -hmm. what would claire do in this instance wwcd oh boy Mm -hmm. never the way you should live your life um (laughs) what wouldn't claire do (laughs) (laughs) that's probably the right answer i mean what do the papers look like like does anything stand out to me are there like big fat letters like irs stamped on them or anything what are what stacks of paper of what You walk over to the nearest one, you tug out like a little piece, and it looks like an inter-office memo. 
and you look at another one and it's another interoffice memo. And it looks like, at least in this stack that you're closest to, it's all like communications within City Hall. If you want to try to figure out more than that, I'm going to need you to give me a roll to assess reality. The thing I just fractured? <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep, 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 yep. Sure, why not? <laughs> As a two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the plus side. Mark experience. Truly incredible. What does your cynicism look like here? Do you just see like the first couple like pieces of paper and then like knock the stack over? That's kind of what I (laughs) imagine. Like, fuck this bureaucratic nonsense. Like a cat. I'm over it. But yeah, no, tell me what what you see, how you envision this. (laughs) My version of it is that I walk over to the tallest stack. And I was going to take like a paper off the tallest stack to see what all these papers are. And then I see out of the corner of my eye that there's a little label. It's been covered by dust and by all of the stuff around underneath that stack. It's one of those little metal trays that you put paper in. And the little tag on it says like Claire's complaints. And it just (laughs) looks like none of them have been touched. And I'm just like, oh, okay. That's when you notice that there's like 12 stacks that are all Claire's complaints. <laughs> and all of these memos are people in City Hall corresponding about the complaints that you filed. But never, they've never responded to me about it. No. So. no. <laughs> they're complaints. Complaints? Because they're Claire uh, complaints. They're complaints. Oh, oh my God. I like it. It's. It's they 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 started calling them that because Claire complaints. Not complayers. No. Oh, complayers is also good. Nothing. I don't think. (laughs) There's a division in the. (laughs) Yeah, half a good third of the uh, interoffice memos are whether or not they should be called complayers or complaints. Yep. Yeah. And then a bunch of people saying that everyone else needs to stop replying all. Stop replying exactly. Yeah, so you notice this and you pull this out and the stack kind of comes tumbling down in a symphony of rustling. And it's at this moment that you realize that things are very quiet here and even the sound of rustling paper is something of a disturbance. As these sheafs of interoffice memos are flitting and fluttering through the air, emerging from one of the forests of towers of paperwork is a man in his, like, 60s he's wearing a button-down shirt with suspenders and slacks and he comes hustling over to you and he's a little out of breath and he says you promised me that you were going to take care of nina and you see affixed to his lapel is a nameplate that says pta and how do you know that i haven't well for one thing i saw your antics in the lobby uh and for another i have it one sounds of my... like you need to learn how to multitask i walk away <laughs> give oh. me a roll to renege that doesn't mean I'm reneging. Oh. If you walk away, you're reneging on this debt. <laughs> Fine, I don't walk away, but I'm pointing out the multitasking issue. Big zing for the PTA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would think they of all people. Claire, I'm actually quite good at multitasking. I have a <laughs> member following Nina, and I've seen her sop up all sorts of things from the public utilities department and work them into some bureaumantic sorcery. Her platform is coming along quite nicely. I haven't seen you anywhere near her, so... I walk up until my nose is touching their nose, presuming they have a nose. I don't know. Do they have a nose? They do. Okay. Yes. In the same place? Yeah. <laughs> in the normal okay. place? Not normal. In the same. Sorry, in the usual Sa- place? No, usual yeah. is the same. In the same place that I do, which is neither normal nor okay. usual, but what it is. They have a nose in the place where a human would usually and normally have a nose. Fine. I've never claimed that Claire has a nose there, by the way. You're all assuming that. but um, We are. Yes. Well, yes. you can assume that this I, member of the PTA has I, a nose there. Okay. I suppose that would be a difficult question to answer then. If he's, <laughs> does he have a nose where Claire does? And I've never said where Claire has her nose. <laughs> oh, we're getting so pedantic. Okay. Um, well... Well, not pedantic. A pedantic person will point out that we're not being pedantic. Anyway, God help me <laughs> out of this conversation. Yes. I'm nose to nose with them. And I say, 
you have your methods. I have my methods. You tasked me with a job. Let me do my job. Tell me, then, what's what's the plan, Claire? Because if this relationship is going to work, I have to be able to count on you to uphold your side of the deal. Every time that we've had a deal, I have upheld my side of the deal. It was never part of the deal that I explained to you how I uphold my side of the deal. My methods are chaotic, but my methods also get results, as you know. And right now, you are interfering with my process. I'm going to need a little bit more of an explanation than that right now, Claire. This is, if you haven't noticed, Nina's turf. She knows every inch of this place. Yes, exactly. This is Mina's turf, which is why it's foolish to think that the best way to beat her on her own turf is to play by the rules set out for us in this game. Hence my, what some might call, rebellion. I am causing a distraction. I am creating an opportunity to see how I go around the rules of this game. That is, again, why my chaos is what I bring to your plate. If she wins, it'll be bad for both of us, Claire. I agree. You don't need to tell me that. I think she might hate me more than she hates bad paperwork. Hmm. All right. Good doing nose business with you. <laughs> don't wait too long. And the PTA member goes to turn and they shrink back a little bit as emerging from the cairns of paperwork are two individuals wearing plain black suits over white button-downs, carrying in their hands stiffly starched red ties. The officers of the Code Compliance Division. And I think the PTA kind of scrabbles back and takes off. Cool. That worked. That's awesome. I wasn't hoodwinking. I legit am just kind of winging it with the Mina thing, but I'm not against it. At some point, if you don't stop Mina, I am going to make yeah, you roll to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, again, Claire was telling 100% the truth there. She doesn't I know. want Mina to win. <laughs> and she her methods are kind of absurd. And um, well, yeah, that's the game, folks. Okay. Yep. <laughs> they see me, so I can't like hide between the stacks of papers at this point. That's kind of a, a lost cause, huh? You could take off running. Listeners, Google karsts. I know it's not a common word. Karst? Um, karst. K-A-R-S-T. Karsts are like the stone towers in Avatar. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not as tall, but like you're in a, a field full of towers of paperwork, mm-hmm. in essence. So you could very much take off running and then try to hide once you've created a little bit of distance. Yeah, I'm going to do one better. I light one of the stacks on fire and then take off running to go hide. Give me a roll to save your skin. (laughs) Let me just see what I add to that beautiful roll. Okay, that is going to be an 11. It was a 12. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I know your wits is minus one. <laughs> yep. Okay, on a 10 plus, you're in the clear, though it may take a few minutes before the danger has passed. What do you use to light this on fire? Do you just have like a lighter on you? No, I or have is it a... something weirder? Okay, good. I, yes, I have a slap. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a customized slap bracelet that I sell in the store. It's highly flammable if you rub it against anything, <laughs> almost anything. So it's a what great... What if it rubs against your skin? <laughs> Again, um, it's yes. great for winter. It's very cheap to produce. Um, Is yeah, a, a spark it, bracelet. No, no, it's not on purpose. Oh. It, it just lights. Oh. It's an accidental. It's just cheap. It's just cheap. Thank you. Quinn caught on really quickly to <laughs> what was happening there. A lot of lawsuits. <laughs> Claire is in litigation constantly, but refuses to take it down from the store. It's a great seller. Claire's products fall into two categories, which is like high-end, luxury, weird, (laughs) and cheap, knockoff, dangerous, weird. Yes, exactly. There is no middle ground. Incredible. Love it. Uh, Yeah, so you slap this on one of the paperwork towers, and it goes up in flames. And I think you see the co-compliance officers immediately break off to try to, like, smother this emerging conflagration. (laughs) And you're pretty easily and quickly able to get far enough away that you know they couldn't find you. It's a labyrinth in here, albeit like a very sort of geometric one. Things are neatly lined up, but nonetheless, you're still running through like stacks of paperwork, basically. Mm-hmm. So you have evaded the code compliance officers. Nice. What now? 
do I try my luck at seeing what these papers are again? I like, do, would I really have to roll to like pull the top paper off of a nearby stack? No, no, not for okay. that. Yeah, you grab a paper from this section now that you have sort of run into. And this is a, <laughs> uh, it's a complaint filed <laughs> from someone in town about one of your products. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> and you pull another one and it's another complaint <laughs> and another one <laughs> okay <laughs> they're actually all about the flammable slap bracelet <laughs> uh, there's definitely a couple about the flammable slap bracelet but there's a couple ones that are about the malodorous presence that the womb simulator gives off uh-huh. mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. there's several maulings from a self-defense purse some people who complained about losing their hearing after drinking the hot pomplemousse courage water. Mm-hmm. That happens. Uh, the mm-hmm. youthful eyeball cream. Somebody <laughs> yeah. got a hold of it. And there's been a lot of like, no, no animal or human deaths, but there's a corner of somewhere where there is no plants that will grow. And somebody had some prize winning roses or something like that. And they are dead, 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 deader than dead. <laughs> yeah. Because their neighbor got the youthful glow eyeball cream. You don't even remember making a waterless bidet, but there's a <laughs> 500 page memo from the sanitation department about the risk assessment of the waterless bidet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, so this section is all paperwork about you. The other way, complaints. Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> my complaints. filed against you, yeah. Interesting. Does this place look abandoned? Like, does it look like people work, something works here? Uh, yes, and in fact, I think as you were running along, you saw, not close by, but like a desk mm. standing amidst some of the paperwork. It very much looks like people work here. Okay. And in fact, I think I won't make you roll for this based on what you've sort of gleaned here. You are almost certainly in the code compliance department. That sounds that sounds right. Claremont Annex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a special floor just for Claire. <laughs> Claire related complaints, permits, hazards, incident reports. Compliance infractions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, infractions, citations. Violations. Violation. I'd like to run around if I find a desk, I would like to try to rummage through it. If not, then I'd like to try to run my way out into the nearest larger opening, like hallway kind of thing. Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality here? Okay. Let's see how it goes. Boy, howdy, it goes in a way. It's a five. Bingo again. My goodness. On a miss, you might reveal crucial information or it might have you ask two questions, but give you some information that is inaccurate. Let's do the second one this time. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and pick two questions, but some or all of the answers that I give you will be inaccurate. Oh, great. Okay. Don't forget, you also get experience. I did. Yes, I, oh, yeah. Experience I marked it. Because you're, you're just so cynical right now. I'm so cynical. You just don't even know. All these complaints that people have filed against you? Rude. I don't read the comments. Um, <laughs> who or what is really in control here? And the other one? What's my best route? To, to get out to a hallway where I can go to different departments. Yeah. Okay. Claire, you look around and in trying to get your bearings, there aren't any passageways or avenues that seem bigger, like more central hallways. As best as you can tell, like there's just this room and it's big. You can see the ceiling, but like the, the walls are pretty far off. So, like, there, there's not really, like, a, a clear pathway to follow. Your best route would probably be to, like, climb up onto one of these stacks. There's some that are, like, multiple height stacks clumped together. Like, if you could get up there, you could get a good vantage point. Mm-hmm. Uh, who or what is really in control here? The code compliance department. This is their home turf. They are in control. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, from on top of one of those stacks of paperwork, you could probably find a desk if you wanted to. <laughs> Do I think you're lying about who's in charge, about how I get out of here, or both, or neither? Oh, how useless. Okay. (laughs) That's the hard move. 
Yeah, I guess I'm going to use shame principles, which are that I would feel more shame getting caught because I trusted you on how's my best way out than I do about being wrong about who's in charge. So I'm going to ignore your advice about how to get out of here. And instead, all right, Quinn, here's what's going to happen. Yes. I run until I find like a nice a little alcove to stop for a moment where I'm tucked away for a sec. I take my ankle bracelet off. My ankle bracelet has a charm on it that is a compass, but it's a f- working compass. That compass is fucking spinning around like a top. City <laughs> Hall, <laughs> baby. I mean, then I'm just going to pick a direction and keep running until something happens. You tell me what it is. <laughs> no, okay. Not, that's, that's a, I was just going to go west because I like west. That yeah, was my yeah, grand west to the plan. sea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So you run for a little bit. And as you round the corner on one of the stacks of paperwork, you trip over something. And you look back to see about the size of a, a medium-sized dog, a stapler. Oh, wait, a stapler the size of a medium-sized dog? Yes. Okay. Cool. And as you collect yourself, it hops, kind of like a kangaroo with like a little kathunk. Cool. And it faces you. Clips three times, like ding, 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 and says, it looks like you're trying to escape with your mind and body intact. Would you like assistance? Oh my God, Quinn. This is so cursed. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Yes, and I scratch it behind its proverbial ear. My name's Grippy. What's your name? Is its ear Not where that. yours is? Its ear is where mine is, yes. <laughs> Does it have a nose? I don't know. That's a Quinn question. Uh, not, <laughs> not immediately discernible, if okay, so. Okay, fair enough. Quinn, can you do the noise again? Ding, ding, ding. Okay, good. Yeah, good stuff. My name is Claire. <laughs> Hi, Claire. My name's Grippy. I'm an archival assistant here at Code Compliance. How can I assist you? I would like a floor map of the building. Hmm. Okay, I can get that for you. And it hops like a kangaroo off <laughs> and like five minutes pass and then it comes back and it's holding a black and white Xerox, clearly copied and copied many times, piece of paper. <laughs> And you see a, a big room with one door. It almost looks like static because it's just so many stacks of paperwork against like a gray and black backdrop. Mm. So sorry, one big room. The whole place is one yeah. big room. <laughs> with one door. You can tell this is a map of code compliance specifically. Okay. So where's the egress? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you want to leave? Yes. Okay. I can help with that. Cool. Claire pets it, pats it on the head. Claire doesn't understand how to deal with animals slash children, and is this qualifies. It's in the category. It's short. I mean, it's like up to your hip. Still, there are dogs and children up to Claire's hip, and the same, look, she treats everyone the same. <laughs> dogs, kids, staplers. <laughs> it, it's a height thing. It has nothing to do with your abilities or your place in in <laughs> in uh, the world. It's a, purely a height thing. Okay. <laughs> Claire assumes that all beings develop height wise, like like she has been told that humans do. So she just is like, "This is young." Claire does not understand development. She never had a single biology class. It's it's not good. Great. Okay. <laughs> All right. Follow me. Is is I was about to say Clippy. Is Grippy uh, I mean obvious inspiration. <laughs> yes. N- no doubt. Is Grippy leading me back towards where the code compliance officers were? No. Okay. Then I will go willingly. You follow Grippy. Grippy does make a fair amount of noise as it like mm. bounces up and down. Does this concern you at all? Or are you, are you just rolling with it? Hey, Grippy, do you want to ride? And I try to pick Grippy up. Uh, okay. <laughs> Grippy is very heavy. <laughs> you know? I don't. Sure. Okay. You pick up Grippy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't need help with that. <laughs> uh, it, it, my treat. 
Okay, you carry Grippy the stapler. <laughs> I love how you're like, I'm going to introdu- introduce this fun character that's kind of weird, and Claire goes all out in outweirding I'm the going weird. to kidnap them. Yeah. They are mine. This is my new mascot. Hello, weird ting, little ting, guy. Ting. You're my pet now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're leaving together. Yeah. You hold on to Grippy and it like leans left and right and kind of like steers you, I guess, maybe, (laughs) until you reach the very large double doors, uh, which are open, which you can see lead back out into the lobby. The scene out there seems pretty chaotic. (laughs) Oh, boy. I don't know if you can see, get a full view yet, but there's definitely stuff going on. Mm. There are two code compliance officers posted at the door. Like to to walk into the hallway? Yes. Hey, Grippy. I put Grippy down. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Are you in need of assistance? I am. I would like three things. Uh, 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 I will will say the three things. Enumerate. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Number one, (laughs) a code compliance outfit. Number two. I would like a head count of how many people work in each department. Number three, can you help me build a podium? (laughs) In order of your requests, one, please present employee ID. Fair enough. Two, unknown. Three, yes. Oh. Okay, let's get to work on number three. For number one, my name is Mina. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Let's go with number three real quick, and then we'll see what happens. Okay. I'm very good at securing things together. That's true. (laughs) And Grippy, like, clamps its mouth a couple times, and a bunch of, like, staplers the size of, like, a pillowcase come out. Oh, that's disturbing. (laughs) Even for Claire. (laughs) I am so into this. I am obsessed. (laughs) I'm fucking obsessed with this giant dog-sized stapler. <laughs> just love it. Sorry, I just, Quinn, just wanted to... Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it is great. Does this little hinge butt wiggle back and forth when it's asking if you need help very excitedly? Yes. Great. I needed I, that. I love him. Perfect. I'd I love, love to, him. I'd love to give it little chin scratchies, like right under, right in, in its mouth, but you know you know what I mean? <laughs> like a little, like the the little chin scratchies you'd give a dog. Yeah, it's like top half bounces up and down ever so slightly. Great. If you could staple things together to build me a podium tall enough to reach, I mean, I can't point to where it is, but roughly how tall, how many feet did we say it was, more or less? I don't know if we said specifically. It's fairly high up there. I don't know, 50 feet. Oof. Okay. Well, I can't build that in here. If you could help me take that outside, that would be great. What materials would you like me to use? The complaints about Claire. All right, using the complaints about Claire. And Grippy turns around and starts kangaroo hopping back into code complaints. (laughs) Nice. Just put all the stacks of complaints about me and my products. Outside of the department, double whammy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm stealing them and I'm using them as my podium. I stand on top of your criticisms. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, Grippy has gone to start working on your request. Awesome. Great. I have no idea how I'm going to check in on that. I'm just going to wing it from here on. I had kind of (laughs) given up on actually doing this challenge. I was going to see what happens if I don't, but... Cool. Let's see how this works. Excellent. I feel like I'm going to blow my cover if I do this. What what cover? cover, You're a candidate. You're supposed to be in the city hall. They said go get it. Yeah, except those two code compliance officers haven't seen me, right? The ones that are guarding the door. It doesn't seem like it yet. Or if they have seen you, they haven't noticed you from another code compliance officer. Mm -hmm. Just a figure in the paperwork. Hmm. I'm just imagining that I'm in trouble specifically because of my antics slash maybe people. I guess the PTA was in there. Are they facing inward watching everyone or are they facing outward? No, they're facing outward watching the lobby. If it helps, I I think we did establish earlier that they can't see laughing. (laughs) Oh, then I'm going to be laughing my ass off and walking past them then. 
see uh, No, happens. I think they just don't understand laughter. Oh. It wouldn't like hide you from them. Oh, it's not like a T-Rex and staying no. no. <laughs> <laughs> that Boy, that would be quite no. a while. Okay, yeah. That, that would be a really critical design flaw for... Yeah. Okay, so then if they have their back turned to me, then they are guarding people coming into code compliance, which to me implies that maybe... Yes, we're supposed to be grabbing things, but maybe they don't want you grabbing things from code compliance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the sense I'm getting about the guarding, looking out to make sure people don't come into code compliance. Yes. And Savannah did say, I don't remember exactly what I said as Savannah, but it was something along the lines of City Hall may be open, but that doesn't mean it's friendly. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Okay, well then, I'm actually going to hang out. I'm not, look, I've got I've got a good thing going right now. I'm going to, like, go scurry behind a stack of papers while Grippy starts working magic. And I pull out a complaint that was filed by Mina about me. Snap a photo of me pointing at it and smiling. And I sploot that to Mina and go, like... Guess where I am? (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Incredible. See your funeral. Hey, folks. Quinn here. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode 28 of Monster Hour Absurdia. Just got a quick little intermission for you this week before we get you back to the action. First, a special thank you to David from Trials of the Apocalypse, an excellent PBTA anthology podcast, for voicing our exasperated PTA dad this episode. Second, I want to thank everyone who's been continuing to help spread the word about the show. As the social media landscape continues to become uh, more unstable and decentralized, good old-fashioned word of mouth has become more important than ever for helping new folks find the show. Speaking of social media, if you have decided to quit Twitter, and who could blame you at this point, but still want to follow along with the show, the best way to keep in touch with us is on Instagram, at MonsterHourPod, or on our Discord channel, which is linked in the show notes. We haven't joined any new platforms yet, kind of feels like there's a new one every month, but if there is a place that you would really like to see us, let us know. We're probably going to follow your lead on this one. No new patrons this week, but I do want to thank all of our Eternal Pledge Drive members for supporting the show. We've got transcripts for episodes 2 and 3, as well as some fun new Patreon-exclusive content coming here shortly. So, if you would like to become a WSOM Eternal Pledge Drive member, you can head to patreon.com slash monster hour or follow the link in the show notes. That's all we have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in July 27th for the next broadcast of WSOM, Radio Somewhere. Duncan and Max. Yes. You have arrived at the nexus point of Mm -hmm. the pneumatic tubes to find that you are not alone here in the Department of Licensing. Mm-hmm. A corpulent human figure, oversized despite its deep hunch, is being held aloft near the stairwell that leads further down into the bowels of City Hall. The tangled mass of pneumatic tubes holding it up appear to feed directly into its business casual attire, delivering innumerable tiny packets directly into its frame. Its face is almost completely obscured by a thick pair of bifocals that seem to reflect the light of the room no matter which direction it's facing. And pinned to its lapel is an oversized nameplate that reads, The Recorder. What do you do? Duncan, do you know this this fellow? Can I use social dragonfly? Oh boy, you probably can't. I don't think there's any restriction on it. Um, There is someone, right? What is the... When you first meet someone, you can declare that actually you've met them before. Oh boy. (laughs) Roll plus cheek. On a 10 plus, you're old friends. And I get to come up with an interesting detail about the recorder. Also, Quinn, I'm sort of imagining this uh, person looking a little bit like Doc Ock. Yes. They look like Doc Ock if Doc Ock was a middle manager in a bureaucratic job. I mean, that's sort of what Alfred Molina looked like when he was I mean, that's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like Doc Ock. I was honestly imagining like Kamaji from Spirited Away, the spider guy in the bowels of the... Oh, like taking in all these little tokens. Yeah. Also, not, not a bad. I think Doc Ock is closer. I don't but remember if you ever said this guy's got a bunch of arms, but yeah, no, exactly. just yeah. just two arms and okay. lots of pneumatic tubes. Gotcha. No big bushy beard mustache. 
its facial features are non-existent, ah, gotcha. save okay. for an oversized pair of bifocals that take up about two-thirds of its face. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so like a big Doc Ock with cartoon glasses. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, should I let you social dragonfly the recorder? Why not? Let's. It, yeah. it sounds funny as hell, so sure. Uh, social dragonfly is always a scary one to succeed on, because then I have to do your job a little bit. Uh, that's a nine plus two, so that's an ah! 11. Okay. <laughs> Tell me how you know the recorder, so... one of the most reclusive bureaucrats <laughs> in City Hall, who never leaves the Department of Licensing. So we're old friends, mm-hmm. and I think there this all is just from one encounter where Duncan got lost. Is this the last time you snuck into City Hall? Yeah, Definitely. Got lost. This was week three into wandering around City Hall, surviving on like eating paper fiber. Stumbled into the recorder's not lair, but area zone domain. Domain. Since you know the recorder, their whole purview, the Department of Licensing is their purview. Right. This whole department. Right. Maybe it's just like a lot of the like back half of that experience is a bit of a blur for some of the details are difficult. So like you fell into a tube or something, but didn't remember that, which is why I didn't know that tubes can send you send you through somewhere. But my thought is he was he's he was lost in City Hall for a long, long time. And I think he kind of got stuck here and just kind of kicked it with the recorder for a bit and mostly talked about the now defunct somewhere baseball team. <laughs> uh yeah the recorder knows every detail about the mm-hmm. what is the defunct oh that's baseball a, team's name? that's a great that's a great um the or, or mascot <laughs> yeah somewhere graffiti mites the somewhere screaming <laughs> fogs i think that's the football team's name <laughs> the foglets the... <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was the foglets Okay. The somewhere foghorns. Uh, Well, they're defunct because they were the somewhere municipal buses, but then the buses disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) The team bus was the first to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love Um, that. Yeah, I like the the idea, though, that, like, Duncan, I mean, this team has been long defunct. Nobody really remembers it, maybe. But in talking to the recorder, got talking about things that have disappeared. And one of them was this baseball team. And he wanted to learn about baseball. And the recorder, being the recorder, probably knew every pitch and detail and so could just kind of play by play games and so duncan was like watching baseball through the recorder interesting okay cool i like it so the only other time you broke into city hall you met the recorder (laughs) (laughs) i will say you've sort of colored this interaction as pretty friendly not to say that it wasn't sure more like the recorder doesn't uh talk or interact in in ways that most people find friendly as sort of a baseline sure you know this about the recorder i yes i i know this but duncan also kind of tries like thinks everybody is his friend fair he thinks william is a good friend (laughs) it's true that is a a defining trait of duncan Uh, uh the other part of my social dragonflies i do get plus one forward on my next social interaction with the recorder okay that is what we know about the recorder. All right. Well, well, Duncan, that means that you could, you know, go go talk baseball stats and maybe ask them where we should go because you two are buds. <laughs> hey, record, Reco- recorder. I suppose I should have known you'd be here. It's it's me again. Uh, run home, right? Going, going, gone. The pneumatic tube cluster carrying the recorder moves and and shifts towards you, carrying... I'm going to go with he, they for the recorder. I I was going to go with idiots until you humanized the (laughs) recorder. Until I used my very powerful (laughs) skill. Until you shifted the recorder from possibly a monster to probably an NPC. (laughs) Um, What an an incredible move you've given me on my I was on the fence. (laughs) Could still be a monster. Could still be. It certainly might be to other people, but mm-hmm. possibly not to you. And the tubes carry their hulking frame over to hang not quite at eye level, but just slightly above the two of you. And the recorder says, Duncan Oliver, age 46, reporter, WSOM. 
primary residence, WSOM, unmarried, one son, adopted, one business license, co-signatory, mm-hmm. three utility payments, past due, one citation, municipal trespass, cross-reference, originator, 56 missing persons requests, Sam Oliver, officer assigned, null, air, redacted. Yeah, yeah, 46 and a half. And Max, he turns to you. Ooh, ooh, do me, do me, do me, yeah, 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 do me. Unknown resident. Cross-reference, alias, max, age, unknown, primary residence, unknown, agreeability assessment, low, threat assessment, high, (laughs) temporal disruption assessment, max, 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 air, discontinuity. Well, that was fun. You live in the unknown? I am the unknown, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You're not unknown, you're max. That's true. You, You know me. I'm known to you. Yeah. We're old friends, and I tell the GM an interesting detail about Max. (laughs) (laughs) The recorder turns back to you, Duncan, and says, second interaction. That's right. Query. Did they ever win the series? You left me hanging last time when I went through the floor. No. That's too bad. Oh, yes. Working hard as usual, I see the recorder. Uh, you You know a lot, right? Yes. Would you point us in the direction of the uh, Department of Unlicensing? Query. Permit. Uh, oh, I need a, a par- padding pockets. Uh, uh, press? Unaccepted. Please? Unaccepted. Hmm. They turn to you, Max, and say, query. Permit. Oh, what he asked. Actually, 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 while we're here, do I have that photo? The one of me where I don't recognize it? You tell me. I think I would have it with me. I think I've been carrying it around with me. I mean, it's a photo. It's not like it's a big thing to be carrying it around. <laughs> it's an eight um, and a half by 11. Yeah. Yeah. Glossy photo. Um, I hold it up to the recorder and I go, when was this taken? The recorder takes it and it disappears into his hand. And then it, you see it fly up and out in an attitude. <laughs> oh, no. Processing. Uh-huh. Timestamp unidentifiable discontinuity and it spits it back out into your hands okay Uh, huh unable to identify timestamp well that answers none of my questions and in fact raises more huh okay well duncan i think it's back to you for questions i think we're kind of you know going back back and forth uh where could we acquire a, a permit for the department of unlicensing please recorder I'm my good friend. Lobby. Permit counter. Permit. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Customer service bureau. Can we get just a fast track? Between friends. Old friends. You know, I was looking for something earlier and still looking. Bit of a different thing, but maybe trying a different tack. Department of Unlicensing. Sam Oliver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Query. Department of Unlicensing. Negative. Anything else on that query? Sam Oliver. Department of Licensing. Negative. Okay. Uh, Sam Oliver. Wildcard. Explain to me, Quinn, what you're asking. <laughs> Do a broad search for Sam Oliver. Oh. <laughs> Tell me what comes up. I mean, I think, I assume you would have tried this last time as well. Yeah, it would just spit out the same stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's records of Sam Oliver mm-hmm. in City Hall, but nothing since his disappearance in the Screaming Fog. Okay. Circling back, recorder. Officer Stafford, when was the last time he reported in? Query, Officer Stafford. Null, air, redacted. What? Max, you remember Stafford, right? Mm-hmm. At the uh, camera head? You do, Max. <laughs> no, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> yes, I do remember. I do remember Stafford. Uh, uh, recorder, can you tell me where this was taken? And I hand the photograph back. <laughs> uh, it, I, I love the two of you having separate conversations completely. <laughs> The recorder takes the photo back and it goes up one of the tubes again and then comes back somewhere elementary. Okay, well, I need that. I need that. All right. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, that's where you took it. Can you tell me who took the picture? And I hold it back up. <laughs> I don't know why I would know that, but okay. Air, insufficient information. <sighs> As Max is handing the picture back and forth to the recorder mm-hmm. many, many times, 
Duncan <laughs> continues patting his pockets and he finds in one pocket an item because what you didn't know is that <laughs> during the planning of this heist, Duncan informed Jackie of the need for many permits and passcodes and things. And Jackie, having maybe more experience with this particular department than either of us, made an attempt to draw up a forgery of a permit okay. to access the Department of Unlicensing. So you're spending one of your heist holds to have a permit prepared for this situation. Correct. So, Correct. Uh, I love it. Give me a roll to hoodwink. Okay. Because you are definitely lying, misleading, or tricking someone. Yes, I am. And I feel bad about it. It's my good friend, the recorder. That's a five, six, and two. So drop the two, and that's an 11 plus two is 13. On a 10 plus, they are fooled, at least for the time being. Ah, here it is. Sorry. I knew I had it around. The recorder takes the permit, vacuums it up, and you see it disappear into one of the pneumatic tubes. And all of the tubes pause for a second, and then it vacuums back down and shoots back into your hand with a flump. Approved. Thank you. Which way, which way, which, where do, which way, Mr. Recorder? I mean, I know the way, but just, um, just in case, like, it's changed. He puts, like, a, it's a spiral staircase, but not, like, a nice fancy one. It's, like, a almost like an emergency exit, like cheap metal mm-hmm. uh, that goes down from the, the center pretty close to where he's hanging. I gesture to the stairs. Um, Max, uh, after you. We're going down the stairs. Do, 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 do. I reach out to shake the recorder's hand as oh, we leave. That's nice. Thanks very much. Always, always a pleasure to talk to you, recorder. Uh, you've been great help. They reach out and shake your hand unusually strong grip not Mm. not kind of what you would expect from his appearance (laughs) (laughs) all right coming doop 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 the two of you head down this spiral staircase it's dark and claustrophobic for a couple floors before you emerge into a small little mini antechamber almost it's kind of an ugly carpet with pale fluorescent lights overhead There's some ferns. You're not quite sure how they're alive down here, but they are in all four corners. And there are, on each side, two massive vaults. Over one, there's a sign that says, the Department of Unlicensing. And over the other, there's a sign that says, the Municipal Treasury. Whoa. I mean, we want the Department of the Unlicensing, don't we? All the money and all the... (laughs) Land lives in this little box. <clears throat> what? Lice- unlicensing? Unlicensing, yes. Unlicensing. I check check okay. the permit, check the title. Right. Yeah. Quinn, would this be a good time to do a... Just, like, check things out? Is there anything we should be concerned about? We see the ferns. Is there anybody else around? I'm sure, worried. Sure, if you want to give I'm... me a roll... I'm worried. If you would like to give me a roll to assess reality, you can do that. I would love to. I mean, Kyle is a little worried whenever there are plants in this world. <laughs> Fair. Not so much I mean, Duncan. these ones don't look immediately carnivorous. Yeah, not so much Duncan, but there is another character for patrons that may have heard that had a very specific seeding-based experience. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, that's a seven. Mm. Hold one. I would like to know, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Is it the ferns? No. Okay. There are no dangers here. Okay. I look at Duncan and I go, well, I think the ferns need watering, but otherwise this seems pretty okay. So, Department of Unlicensing? They are. Yeah, getting a little brown on the edges. The light down yeah. here is not too it's great, not great. I'm sure. It's not great. They should get one of those little grow lights. That would really... Mm-hmm. I'll amend that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, please. They've got a knife. <laughs> Max, there are no dangers here. You have a weird feeling about the municipal treasury. Duncan, I don't think we should go near the municipal treasury. I've taken a step. What? Look, look, look. Before we go, no, we're not going there because... You've never imagined, like, just looking at a room full of gold. It's like what that would... Ooh, that'd be dangerous. Duncan, I hate to break it to you, but I've already looked at a room full of gold. What? Altogether? I mean, I've looked at rooms full of a lot of gold, and I'm going to tell you, it's not nearly as exciting as you think it's going to be. It's a little bit of a letdown. Also, I don't know, like, we had a whole thing with the economy. Mm-hmm. 
and it was bad. And Max has decided, now I'm talking about myself, I have not slipped into third person. But Max has decided that perhaps, like, you know, money could be dangerous. So, you know, my, my feeling... Clunk, clunk and experience, that's fair. Yeah, that's my fair. feeling, Duncan, is that, like, I don't think we should go near the treasury. That's also not Ooh. what we came here to do. And as much as I want to, like, poke around here, I just have a feeling that at some point our luck may run out and I would prefer to not be in a room full of money if and when it does. So... Ooh, could you imagine if we open it up and it's empty? Uh, That'd be wild, let's, too. Let's not say we did. <laughs> let's use the power of our imaginations. Oh, my goodness. I can see it in my head. We open it up and it's empty. Let's not. Whoa. Duncan? Duncan? Do they Duncan, even use money Duncan, in the Duncan, treasury? Do you, do you trust me? Do you trust me? All, it's, it was just do numbers. You, it's just math. Do, Maybe it's a lot I of am, math in there. I am now, like, <laughs> I've got my hands on Duncan's <laughs> coat, and I'm, like, trying to pull him away from the treasury. Like, yeah, uh, I think Duncan is pl- plants fairly well if he, if he uh, wants to, but uh, as you tug heartily, he just, like, every now and then takes an, a little step back towards the Department of Unlicensing. Okay, While good. thinking about how much math might be behind that treasury door. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's a deeply, like, cartoonishly comical it can't See, be actual uh, money because we know what happens with money so it's got to be something i mean all together maybe fact, it's counting Duncan, i think as you're looking at the door you start to see it in currency you start to see it in ones and zeros and like excel spreadsheets like a financial version of the matrix it has to be you can't have the you can't have gold altogether. it's abstracted max nope nope I have now gone around to the other side of Duncan, and I've, like, put my shoulder (laughs) into him. So now I'm using, like, instead of, like, dragging him, I'm using, like, more leverage on the other side of, like, pushing him away from the, like, away from, from, yeah, that's that's And I don't think, and Duncan is aggressively (sighs) holding his ground. He is just kind of difficult to move. You're making me work for it, but we are not like <laughs> slowly going towards the tr- the the. Okay, okay, the tr- okay. Yeah, the yeah, of just, But listen, yeah. if we're quick, maybe maybe we could take a. I've, I'm having a moment. I like. Of course, it's all abstracted. So what would they put behind a big door? Mm. Let's go check out the Department of Unlicensing. Come Maybe on, Maybe it's a formula. Maybe it's one good formula. The <laughs> oh the God. perfect formula. The two of you tell me how this resolves. Oh, Duncan will go to the Department of Unlicensing. He's just okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> very distracted about it. I love it. Max, you drag Duncan and yep. holding him with one hand, or like maybe you staked him down with this Y hand, <laughs> and then you open the vault door. Yes. Yeah, just leaning against the strap. <laughs> it swings out. And you see a large hardwood floored velvet padded room. And it is filled with an unimaginable assortment of strange items. I look at it. I look at all this stuff and I look at Duncan. I go, isn't this much cooler than pretend money? So much yet. So what? Look, Duncan, look at all hmm? this stuff. Do you see the the thing, the, the counter thing, the timer thing? Do I see a metronome, Quinn? No. Did you find it? Can we go? Can I walk around and look more? What if I keep <laughs> looking? Yes. You all spend some time looking through here. And the like range and strangeness, peculiarity of the items in here, it, it rivals Claire's Etsy shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no matter how much time you spend looking, you do not see a metronome. Huh. Didn't? Jackie say it would be here? Yes. Yeah. She also said to just grab whatever. Looked cool. Is there a spot, Quinn? Is there like a, an empty spot with like four little indentations that looks like where a metronome <laughs> would be? You know, like and somebody a, took and it a out label. for cleaning? Yes, I suppose you would. Is there a sign-in sheet that like indicates? To check it out? Yeah. Like a library of things? No, but there is a note. Okay. Which says, 
the metronome has been relocated to the municipal treasury. Oh, fuck. I start like, Quinn! Pap- I start tapping <laughs> Max on the shoulders like, see, 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 see? Quinn. Yes. Quinn. Quinn. Hannah. Quinn. Before we go to the fucking treasury, yes. I'm not happy about this. Is there anything? <laughs> what looks cool that I could take? Is there another Zweihander? Yes. <laughs> Is there a sword? Why don't each of you tell me a item that the bureaucracy has confiscated that is held here? Oh, boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, okay, There's, okay. Honestly, okay. there probably is a little, like, roped-off corner of Claire's stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh, a lot of the stuff in here. There's a lot of this. No is, doubt. Looks pretty familiar. I see the little, like, I know that early on, Claire was experimenting with logos that looked very similar to what the Chanel logo looks like. Um, except in somewhere it's called channel. So I see a small pile of objects with like a CC logo on them. And I'm like, oh, this must be like early days. Claire influencing, you know, like first drafts of stuff before we got a flammable slap bracelet and an attack purse. Why did these get confiscated? Well, there's an attack fanny pack there. Oh, like an it, early that's gone model. wild. It's <laughs> like growling. It's it's growling. It's been weighted down, and it's <laughs> yeah. like lunging at us. <laughs> it's in like a protective cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also boxes and boxes of pill bottles. And wait, if wait, you wait, of clarifinalia. Oh, ah! oh my god. Getting in on yes. it, Quinn. I'm glad. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm yes. very proud of you. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes, of Clarifinalia. Um, it's these pill bottles, and it is a replacement for brushing your teeth. And mm-hmm. what you do is you pop one of the pills in your mouth, and the mm-hmm. saliva in your mouth activates dust particles of pieces of people's souls that they agreed to timeshare out. It's a side hustle that you sign up in order to do this. And essentially a, t- a little, little little tiny piece of your soul goes into this pill that then becomes these little activating, almost like dust mites that clean your teeth for you. So it kind of just feels like a foaming device. But there were a lot of ethical concerns about it. So it <laughs> yeah, got pulled. You made like a horcrux, but for cleaning teeth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Look, it worked great. Everyone involved <laughs> thought it was excellent, but apparently there were some like larger moral implications. But there's uh, there's boxes of the stuff. Incredible. Okay, Kyle, nice. what do you got? A unlicensed pen mm-hmm. or a quill, which is used to write a book, not unlike the ones at the library. Ooh, I like it. I will throw one more, which is a glowing blue, almost looks like styrofoam orb and the title on it says the heart of the kraken whoa here no quinn they didn't make the playoffs they, they, they didn't make it past into the final. Yeah, why do you think city hall has their heart yeah the, oh. heart's not in the, the heart's not in the game anymore uh, to be clear they made the playoffs they're done now so no one at me i misspoke so yeah there's uh among many treasures those four items are here okay I would like to take the heart of the Kraken. Mm, I love okay. That. I like the pen. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a bunch of pieces of people's souls. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you could use them. On, no. You could throw them at someone. That's like pepper spray. But I can throw rocks at someone too. <laughs> okay, fine. I have a sword. I'm saying I just don't think you guys are being creative enough in how you can use the souls, but go on. I do say to the attack fanny pack, I say, they're there, little fanny pack. And it growls and hisses at me. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, uh, we'll be seeing you. Yeah, I, I'm taking the heart of the, the Kraken. Okay. And then I guess we're going to the... I'm walking very slowly. I'm not. Towards the treasury. I'm feeling apprehensive about this. Duncan, if you want to go... I'm at the door. Okay. <sighs> I'm in. Jeez. I'm in the door already. Okay. All right. All right. I open Max... it and then I look back at Max to check that we should open it. <laughs> okay. I mean, we we have to. Duncan opens the giant vault door. Max, you're approaching trepidatiously, feeling not unease, but uncertainty, perhaps almost. 
and the door swings open. And inside are stacks and stacks, neatly organized, of all manner of currency. There's plenty of pogs. There's a whole passel of gold doubloons. There's some others that you don't recognize. And on the far end, directly across from you, is what looks like a large glass terrarium almost. And you can just make out the sign, Max. It says, The Time Reserve. <laughs>